0: Just sit back and relax. You'll be royally entertained for it's time for Hollywood's Open House. Hello, everyone. This is Jim Amici inviting you once again... To 30 minutes of pleasure and entertainment at Hollywood's Open House. Swell entertainment by the greatest entertainers in the country. Listen to the music of Ray Block and his orchestra. Songs by Francis Faye. And our special guest, the great star of the entertainment world, Jack Burl. This session is nothing but fun, frolic, and gay music on Hollywood's Open House as we welcome that singer of swing songs, Francis Fay, that man who twists the truth around and makes it scream with laughter, that man known as Jack Pearl, alias the Baron, and right now that man who leads the band, Ray Block, and his orchestra with Bambolina. personalities in radio, the theater, and the stream, that famous prevaricator, Baron Munchausen, Jack Burl. <laughs> oh, there was a swell number Ray Black just played, wasn't it, Baron? No, not so bad, Trim. Not bad. It was excellent. A perfect interpretation with clarity of line and form, virility and rhythmic vitality. <laughs> Schmaltz. <clears throat> oh. I suppose you're a virtuoso, an Arturo Toscanini, a Leopold Stokowski. Yeah, they're good, too, you know. Where did you get your musical knowledge? Well, it runs in my family. Music runs in your family? Yeah, very fast. My sister Hulda
1: sang for years in opera. What roles? Uh, You see, she... (laughs) What roles? (laughs) She sang in the bakeries.
0: Oh, oh, no, I, I mean, was she a diva or diver, as some pronounce it? Diver? (laughs) Darn (laughs) fool. She can't
1: even swim.
0: Are uh, are any of the members of your family instrumentalists?
1: Yeah. Well, you see, I... uh, Excuse me, could I have uh, diddle marks of that?
0: Well, does anyone in your family play an instrument? Oh, sure, my two brothers. They play together. Oh, they're a team. Yes, and no, no, they're not horses. Brothers! (laughs) I never knew you were interested in music. Is this something new?
1: (laughs) Jim... Don't you know I I wrote Madame Butterfly?
0: You wrote Madame Butterfly? Did you ever hear of Puccini? I
1: wrote that too.
0: Oh, now, now, wait a minute, Baron. Madame Butterfly was written 200 years ago, and you look pretty young. I know. (laughs) I take good care of myself. (laughs) Baron, I must say you're an impresario of prevarication.
1: Yeah, what I didn't hear that.
0: What is it? I say you're an impresario of varication.
1: Yeah? What do you mean that's impressive varication? i I'm, I must show you my diploma sometimes. Uh, you know something? When I was 12 years old, I wrote an apple. Last month a producer signed a contract to do it.
0: But why'd he wait so long?
1: It was the first time It was the first time he could get his hands out of the straitjacket.
0: That I believe. You must have some opus. Well, him, I was... Uh... <laughs> your
1: old puss isn't so pretty either.
0: On the story, Baron, what's your story about? Well,
1: it's a very sad story, Jim. It's about a girl named Cleopatra. Her husband runs away and leaves her starving with six kids. Uh, you know, six childs, how you say it? Childs? You mean children? Uh, children
0: is plural, and child is singular. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she
1: had them singular. Yes. So she, yes, so she goes to see a man of, uh,
0: for some advice. And what's the name of the opera?
1: Mr. Anthony on Cleopatra.
0: And the instrumentation, Baron. What kind of music do you have? I have seventy-piece orchestra. One fiddle on sixty-nine cymbals. Sixty-nine cymbals?
1: <laughs> Nobody's gonna sleep through my opera, I guess.
0: You know, Baron, there's an awful lot of money in opera. Lawrence Tibbett gets two thousand a night. Two thousand a night? Lily Pons gets three thousand a night. Three thousand a night? Well,
1: <laughs> goodbye, Fim.
0: Baron, where are you going? <laughs> Well, where are you going?
1: I'm going to look for one of those night jobs.
0: <laughs> now, the young lady who's made music known as Swing, a household word, Miss Frances Fay, providing a first-rate sample of the boogie tune which she has already recorded and which is sweeping the country, known as the Irish washerwoman.
2: In Harlem, there's the little place where everyone goes To see the way a washerwoman washes her clothes If you love boogie-woogie rhythm, you'll get a treat Let the boogie-woogie washerwoman give you the beat At every afternoon when the sessions begin And all the boys from all the bands come down and sit in They sit around and knock each other out right when they play While the boogie-woogie washerwoman washes all day rubbery up, down. It's just the way she rolls. Rubbery up, down. It's just the way she grows Rubbery up, down. She wears a long hat up, she rubs and rubs her knuckles right on down to the nubs. Rubbery up, down. That's how she kicks it off. Rubbery up, down. She keeps it nice so. Rubbery up, down. The someone hollers off, oh, scrub me mama with the boogie beat. You really ought to visit there if you've never been. It doesn't cost a penny, just come down and walk in. If you love boogie-woogie rhythm, you'll get a treat. That's a boogie-woogie, wash a woman, give you the beat. Well, I'm sure. She keeps it nicer, soft look. Three up, down, to someone hollers, ah. Can't a big is You really are the visit there, if you've never been. It doesn't cost a penny, just come down and walk in. If you love boogie woogie rhythm, you'll get a treat. Do you think my type will ever come back? I hope not. When that boogie woogie a woman gives you.
0: Backstage, you've been complaining about a big box you left back there. I don't like to ask personal questions, but, Baron, what in the world do you have in that box? Fish. Fish? Sure, I caught them myself. You enjoy fishing, Baron? Do I
1: enjoy fishing? Why, just last week, I caught a million tons of fish in one day.
0: Do I understand you correctly, Baron? Did you say that you caught a million tons of fish in one day? (laughs) Before breakfast. (laughs) I was fishing off Catalina Island. That's in California.
1: Yeah, for years. And the first fish I catch was, uh, uh, the first fish I catch was an octopus. An octopus? Yeah, this was just a little kitten. (laughs) It it only weighed about 1100 pounds. Only 1100 pounds? Yes. When I got it in the boat, he wrapped uh, one of his legs around my neck. And we fell into the Gulf of Mexico. Now,
0: hold on, hold on. How could you fall into the Gulf of Mexico if you were fishing off Catalina Island? (laughs) We drifted.
1: (laughs) When we fell into the water, we landed right in the college of octopuses. A school of octopuses. These these were smart ones. All together, there was
0: exactly 3,202 of them. Well, how did you know there were exactly 3,202? I
1: counted 25,616 legs and divided it by eight. Uh,
0: (laughs) that's a mathematical impossibility. And and while the... uh, Could you swim closer with that, please? Well, only a metal wizard could calculate that fast. Thank you.
1: While I was lying... While I was lying on the bottom of the ocean with thousands of octopuses lying on
0: top of me... I can't imagine anything topping you, no matter where you're lying. Yeah.
1: So when I... uh... (laughs) Do you carry accident insurance?
0: Yeah, I do. Why?
1: (laughs) Right now, you're a bad risk. Uh, Let me see. Where was I? You were lying on the bottom of the ocean. Yes. I was lying. I was walking. Suddenly it started to rain. The rain? So I opened my umbrella, and now, as hold I... hold
0: on, hold on. Where'd you get the umbrella? It was raining cats and dogfish. I the... said, where'd you get the umbrella? Where?
1: From David Jones's locker. <laughs> I didn't want the maid to get wet. The maid? Yeah, the maid I was walking
0: with. I suppose it was a mermaid. No, mister Smart Schmarr-Alex, a chambermaid. So <laughs> I opened... What was a chambermaid doing on the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> Making up the oyster beds. <laughs> the oysters had just up,
1: and the, they had gone to the ammunition
0: factory. Say, Baron, that reminds me. Haven't you been working in an ammunition factory? Yes, student the war, I was working in an ammunition factory. Well, what were you doing there?
1: I was cleaning the insides of cannons. I worked like a dog. 16 hours a day.
0: 16 hours a day? The union allows only 8 hours. I know.
1: (laughs) I belong to two
0: unions. (laughs) Must have been hard work. Yes.
1: One day I was so tired I fell asleep inside the cannon. Inside the cannon? Yes. And while I was uh, sleeping in there,
0: the uh, the bosses came along and they tested the cannon. Tested the cannon while you were asleep inside? Yes. Well, what happened? Well, Baron, what what happened? I was discharged. <laughs> In just a moment, we'll return to Hollywood's open house, starring Jack Pearl with Francis Faye, Ray Block, and his orchestra, and yours truly, Jim Amici. Opening the second section of Hollywood's Open House in sprightly fashion is Ray Block and his orchestra with a special block arrangement of the old-time favorite, Holly Waddle Doodle. Oh, oh, oh. He's had some trouble getting a hotel room, and right at this moment, he's sitting in the lobby of a hotel, waiting for Nick, the hotel clerk. While he's waiting, I'll join him. Say, Baron, why were you so peeved with me last night?
1: Why, why? Because you always mix up my words. What do you mean? I said I was a great flyer, and you I said... I
0: said everyone knows you're a great for liar. Yeah,
1: so I... You see that? You see? See what? Yeah. uh, Why why, why do you stop between
0: the syllables? Why do you stop? I'm I'm sorry, Baronet. That's just my pronounced diction. Well, put the diction back in the dictionary. And push the flyer close to the fly. (laughs) All right, all right. You're a great flyer. Sure. They even said it in the paper. What paper? (laughs) What paper? The fly paper. Uh, Baron, where are you going to fly this plane? To Shangri-La. To Shangri-La? Are you kidding? No, flying. But there's no such place as Shangri-La. Is that so?
1: Well, it happens that I was born there.
0: Born there? What are you talking about? Shangri-La is an illusion. It's in the mind.
1: Don't be silly. The illusions are in Alaska.
0: <laughs> you, you evidently read Lost Horizon.
1: Read it? I, I was born there.
0: Well, save yourself a trip because there never was, will, nor could be a Shangri-La. Is that so?
1: Was you there, Shimmy?
0: No, and no one else was. So I'll be the first. And the, you're going to fly. What do you think? Swim? Well, do you know anything about dirigibles? You see,
1: if I want... Uh, did something fly past?
0: You no, know, dirigibles. Big balloons.
1: I didn't understand. What did you say? Big balloons.
0: Oh, big balloons.
1: <laughs> I
0: married one. Oh. I'm, I'm talking about a great big gas bag. <laughs> so am I. I'd rather hear about your flying experiences.
1: Well, Shim, one time I was flying way up, maybe forty, fifty thousand 50,000
0: feet. In the stratosphere? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I'm coming from... Could I have a facsimile of
0: that, please? You you were flying in the upper strat of the atmosphere, above 11 kilometers. <laughs> something new has been added, you know? How was your visibility?
1: Uh, you see, I'm... Did you drop something?
0: Was your visibility good or bad? I
1: don't know. I haven't seen the X-ray pictures yet.
0: How was the atmosphere up there, Baron? Dry or dewy?
1: Please, please, <laughs> no politics. Uh, let me see. Uh, where, where was I? You were up fifty thousand feet. Yes, for five months I was up there. For five months? Yeah, without gas. There I was standing still, and something... just
0: a minute, standing still in midair is against the laws of gravitation.
1: <laughs> this was before
0: the law was passed. Baron, you couldn't make a human being believe that. What do I care about
1: human beings? <laughs> As long as you believe it What? I
0: I don't Your talk doesn't make sense to me It
1: may not make sense to you But it makes dollars for me Uh, Just a minute, old man Can't you leave? You can't leave without paying your bill, you know Uh, Bill, we just got to the hotel We haven't even got a room What do you mean, Bill? I'm not Bill, I'm Nick Bill's upstairs sweeping out the chambermaids Is there anything I can do for you? Yes, scuttle yourself.
0: (laughs) Oh, now, just a minute, Baron. Nick, all we want is a nice room to spend a quiet holiday in.
1: Why didn't you say so? Now, you can have uh, room two or room three. Which would you like? What's the difference? One is $2 a night, the other is $4 a night. Which one is $4? Um, which one do you want? Well, which one is $4? Oh, no, no, I asked you first. Wait, wait, let's start over. $4 is a lot of money for a room.
0: That's our ceiling.
1: Uh, how about the $2 room? No ceiling. (laughs) I'll take the two dollar home. If I don't sleep, I wouldn't lose so much money. Now, now, go, go away. Oh,
0: all right. Shim. I think I'll go to the North Pole again. Again? You mean you've been to the North Pole before?
1: 28 times. Also, I was to the South and East and West Poles.
0: Oh, now, what are you talking about? There are no East or West Poles.
1: Sure not! (laughs) I shoved them down. <laughs> the last time I was up to the North Pole, I had a very narrow
0: escape. You always have narrow escapes. <laughs>
1: it's a habit. <sighs> I was crossing the H- Sahara Desert and... You I said, were what? I was, uh, Are you wearing earmuffs, huh? <laughs> I said I was crossing the Sahara Desert.
0: The Sahara <laughs> Desert's in Africa.
1: <laughs> this was the overflow. <laughs> I was crossing the desert... Uh, Climbing over icebergs.
0: Wait a minute. You were climbing icebergs in the desert? The biggest I had in stock. And as I was... Do you by any chance know what an iceberg is? Sure. (laughs) Piece of water frightened
1: stiff. Sure. (laughs) And oh, was it cold up there. Oh,
0: naturally. The temperature in the Arctic region is always 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Yes,
1: and so... Could you bring that inside, please? Could
0: you I, I say it was below zero. You know what zero is, don't you?
1: Sure, he played the violin while Rome was burning.
0: No, no, no. That was Nero. Zero is a cipher, not nil, nothing. Zero is absolutely nothing. Quite a lot of talk about nothing. <laughs> well, well, anyway, I started to row across the lake. Now wait a minute. How did the lake get in the desert? The
1: icebergs made it while they were playing peanut. What? <laughs> yes, 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 sure. They all had good hands. They all had good hands and melted. That's a joke, son. <laughs> I said, I said it's pretty cold up here, and one of the icebergs said yes. It's kind of chilly.
0: What but did you say? Say, uh, don't you hear good? You want uh, me to believe that one of the icebergs spoke to you? Did I see one of the icebergs? You certainly did. Oh, excuse me, slight
1: <laughs> mistake. It was one of the Goldbergs. He said, if you think this is gold, keep going north. I beg your pardon. Could you direct me to the Bronx? Sure. Go over to Broadway and keep going north. Thank you. Yes. So there I was, up in the Bronx. Up in the Bronx? Yes. And as I... How did I get in the Bronx? (laughs) You kept going north. Sure. No, sir. I was on the lake. I remember. Up swims a big mouse. A mouse? Yes. You know, a horse with hat rack on his head. A horse with all, all,
0: all. You mean moose? Yeah. Well, yeah. And 7,000 woodpeckers. There they was. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Woodpeckers can't swim. They'll swim now or zink. <laughs> Suddenly, up pops a whale. What a whale. Just a moment. Now, will you please tell me where the whale came from? He was following the ship for days. Ship? What ship? The one I got on when the
1: mouse upset the canoe in the lake and drifted me out to the sea. Well,
0: Baron, Baron, you got me dizzy.
1: <laughs> Keep spinning, old top. The captain said we got to feed that whale or we'll wreck the boat. So we threw the whole cargo overboard.
0: What did the cargo consist
1: of? 8539,647 boxes of lemons. How many? Oh, please. <laughs> I forgot the number. <laughs> the minute the lemons hit the water, the whale uh, gobbled them up. But
0: he wasn't satisfied. Oh, he had a whale of an appetite. Yeah.
1: So when we come... From <laughs> the Baron is the good humor man. Listen here. The captain said... Yeah, he's a man, eater We got to throw him a man.
0: Throw him a man? What'd you do? We threw him another lemon. Another lemon? Yeah. Another <laughs> lemon? My cousin Hugo.
3: <laughs>
0: you threw cousin Hugo to the whale? Sure. The whale swallowed him up in one gulp. 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 Uh, All right. Now then, tell me what happened when the whale swallowed Hugo in one gulp. Gulp. Uh, the,
1: the, the whale sank to the bottom of the ocean. With Cousin Hugo inside? With the other lemons. Right away, I started hunting that whale. Oh, you're also a whale hunter. Oh, sure. When I was six years old, my father took me on a whaling expedition. Whale to? <laughs> the woodshed. Eight months later, I saw the whale. Eight months later, I saw the whale. Quick as a flash, I threw my poon harp at him. Your harpoon?
0: My poon harp. You're saying it backwards. That's
1: the way I threw it. <laughs> I catch the whale, cut him open, and there inside was my cousin Hugo.
0: Yes. (laughs) What what was your cousin Hugo doing inside the whale? (laughs) Come on, (laughs) tell me. Making lemonade. Dear, thanks thank you, Jack trail for bringing Baron Munchausen to us again. And thank you, Francis Fay. We hope both of you will visit us again real soon. <laughs> Once again, this visit to Hollywood's Open House comes to an end. Our music is under the direction of Bray Block. Our script is by Lee Shane. The program is produced under the direction of Bray Green. This is Jill inviting you to Hollywood's Open House at this same time next week.